and welcome to the Biggest Baby Podcast. If you've seen our vlogs, this is just going to be more of the same as we explore and discuss everything Las Vegas. Hello and welcome to uh, the next podcast. I can't remember what number we're on, Michael, can you? Uh, I think this might be number 10. Ooh, well that's good. Yeah, I think it's number 10. Obviously we had a, a bit of a break in the middle, but yeah, it's nice to be back. Mm. Um, obviously we put our first one out for a while uh, last week and we've had some really nice feedback from it. It did get a bit heated, that one, and it was very long. We're very aware of it. Mm. I, think <laughs> I, think... That, I think that we can blame you for both of those. Really? Uh, quite comfortably, yes. I um, think I've, I'm, I'm, I'm very comfortable with that. You Well, you usually are about blaming me for everything. Um, mm. it's, because yes. I, it's because it happens so often. It's hard not to be comfortable when it happens like every single day, you know. Well, so. people said that it was nice to hear our voices again. So there you go. That's always mm. nice to hear, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I hear your voice every day as well. So, you know. But I suppose that other people might want to hear it a bit more. I find it remarkable, but, you know, who am I to judge? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so we're back with um, other Vegasy stuff. Now, I have to say um, I have had no part in the planning for this vlog, uh, vlog podcast, sorry. So, um, as usual, Michael's gone off on his own and I literally have no idea what's happening apart from one bit of news and that's it. So, uh, let's let the fun commence. Okay, well, first of all, we've got to do the Vegas sound. Oh, I was so close last week. Well, and I was kicking myself afterwards because I knew it was that third coin. Well, talking about last week, you you had the temerity to complain about, you know, the very kind three quarters of a second clip that I gave you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had to, to have the sheer nerve to complain about. Does that mean this one's even shorter? No, 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 no. I've actually oh. given you a full three seconds this oh, time. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Well done, everybody who got it, by the way. There was a few people who told us they'd got it. So mm. well, well done, everybody. Yeah. I mean, anybody who says that they're smarter than you, you know, is in my good books immediately. Mm. Not that it's, uh, you know, I think they should maybe be setting their aspirations a little bit higher than that. But again, who am I to kind of... Tr- it's easier to slag you off when you're not in the same room as me. Yeah, we have actually mm. moved rooms because um, I felt like I was a bit echoey last week and I was in a room that was more like wood floors and, and whatever else. So we've actually moved rooms. Mm. So I'm upstairs in the bedroom. Everybody. And I'm finding, as a result, I'm finding it a lot easier to be nasty about you. Yeah, That's quite well, interesting. That comes anyway. quite naturally anyway. So anyway. Anyway, you've got a full three seconds and a proper, proper easy one this time. <clears throat> Seriously, I know that I've been. You say that little, every time. I know I've been a little bit liberal with that in the past, um, but in, in my defence, that's only to try to make you look stupid. This one, I'm being completely genuine. Okay, it's I'm expecting you to not even need any time to think about it. Okay, come on then. <laughs> Hmm. So you see now, isn't that a longer one? It's it's you know, it's, you've got... it, it actually it felt less than a second. That well, it's three seconds. Come it, on, I don't think it's three seconds. Play it again. I, I will play I do... it again as long as you promise to Mississippi it as I do. Well, then I won't be listening. Okay. <laughs> nah, I only got the two Mississippis. 
Okay, then it's two point something seconds. In. It's one Mississippi, two Mississippi, and it stops. I think that we're getting distracted. Well, you you told me to concentrate on the Mississippi. <laughs> I, so I, I literally did what you said, and you, you proved you wrong. It's not proven me wrong. I've got a <laughs> listen. I've right, got everybody mis- listening. Mississippi, the noise. Uh, I've got. A, two- I've got a time counter <laughs> on my computer. Bear in mind, I'm the person who created the clip. If right? anybody gets past two Mississippi's, then fair enough. But I, I, I don't think they will. I anyway, I recognise the sound. <laughs> I think that you count Mississippi wrong. Oh come on! I think that's the only explanation. I'll do everything wrong, Michael. <laughs> well, you would think, wouldn't you? But here we are. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to play it again. (laughs) So you Mm. recognise it, obviously. I do. Um, But it's quite a serene sound, isn't it? Mm. It's not something you would normally associate with the slot machine, but I do recognise it. Well... I'm just wondering any... if it's like a happy lantern or, you know, like something that's more like, got like that feel in the background. But, I, oh, what, what am I picturing? <laughs> God knows. Or like, a, like, it's not a dancing drums, but something, or maybe the dangly game. Something that's like Asian-y, lantern-y, flaggy. Like, ah, oh. play it again, please. Last time because we do have, you know, otherwise it's going to be another one and a half hour one. It'll just be you trying to to, to figure this out. Oh no, I have to have a think about okay. that. Can I just tell you though, it. half of the discussion on that was based around Mississippi's, so that wasn't really fair. Yes, <laughs> but the first two times you played it, I was just thinking about the Mississippi's. But I feel like all that's 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 your fault for being unable to count Mississippi <laughs> adequately enough. I'd be like Ross on Friends. I'd be like panned <laughs> all down one side and not on the other side. I think you would. I think you would. <laughs> anyway, a bit of news. Let's get into a bit of news. Um, Pink box. I know that you're a fan. Yes, I'm just a donut fan generally. To be fair, <laughs> well, yeah. apparently it's 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 come out that Pink box that. that like Plaza, grosses around five hundred thousand every single month. Wow! How crazy is that for such a small space? You know what, though, it's captured a little bit of a market, hasn't it? You reckon? I, I mean, think so. I mean, a donuts is not a kind of a kind of new market. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like you know they've in, they've they've invented something here. It's not, but the. Up until, I mean, I know right. There's a there's a Dunkin' Donuts. Is it a Dunkin' Donuts? I think it is in the Fremont Street X, um, Fremont Casino, in the new food hall. There's a Dunkin' Donuts in there, right? But other, if I want donuts, I can't really think of anywhere else on uh, downtown Fremont Street that I would go. Now there used to be that donut place, which was off Carlson Street. I think um, that's. I think that's there still. Now I what? don't know whether it is. I'm sure I heard a rumor that that might not be based. That, that but even so, my point was that that was quite a way out. It was, and yeah. You had to like, you know, go and try and find it, and you had to like come off the strip and and kind of go around into the area where there the might not be, um, you know, there might be some some un, unsavory characters there that you might have to meet on the way or, or mm-hmm. whatever else. But the I feel like 
not only has Pinkbox kind of cornered the market in terms of if you go for donuts, it's quite visible, but also they've done very good branding, haven't they? It's it's it's, it's branded. I mean, it's you know you, you you can't forget where you are, can you? I mean, uh-huh. it's like a, an absolute dash of pink like across your whole life, isn't it? Yeah. If you go anywhere close to it. Um, it's like being in living Barbie land or something, you know, you can't miss it. And I just think they've got very clear branding and obviously they've got a big presence on that corner of Plaza. I mean, you can, mm. you can kind of, um, and I just think they've done really good marketing with well, it. I, I think there's, there's two things which has went on here. And, and, and one is clearly I have completely under like estimated the, the demand for donuts. I've clearly because for me, donuts are just kind of yeah they're alright you know if there's there if there's one there, I might have it I might not I'm not really that fussed you know, uh, but clearly there's a there's a much bigger I mean maybe it's more an American thing than a British thing too I don't know. Definitely, um, I mean I think donuts are bigger hmm. in the states than they are here definitely. Uh, but but I think that the location of it and the way that it's all done. I think that it actually captures a lot of eye lines. You know, when people are there watching the kind of, like, music on a Fremont, I think it's very visible, very present, isn't it? I just think they've done quite a lot of marketing because I think it's actually on quite a lot of people's um, kind of to-do list when they come to Vegas mm. now, you know, and I think that's uh, to get that um, status and to, and to kind of build up that reputation is way, it means then you're a destination for people mm. to come. Oh, I want to go downtown. I want to try that pink box donuts. It's like, it's on the list, you know? Yeah. Um, and obviously they do do quite, you know, all the, all the different flavors and all the different, the, the looks of them are very unique. You know, they're very kind of creative. And, um, so you've got that, that element to it as well. It's, it's very Instagrammable. It's very TikTokable. Um, so I think it draws in quite a lot of a young, crowd as well you know which is maybe downtown i think you know does that appeal more to your older people who you know want the kind of old classic vegas and then all of a sudden you you mix that with the kind of young trendy tiktoky uh crowd who love you know like like i say getting all that instagram pictures out of all the the cute donuts and whatever yeah. else and it, I, I think it just has that appeal really possibly anyway just a little smidgen that i picked up on this week yeah, definitely. Well, I was going to talk about, which is the only bit of news that I was um, like stuck out to me this week, was Natural Gate. <laughs> so um, I'm sure everybody who listens to this was aware of it. But basically, uh, last week, it was actually the director of slot operations at, from the Rio. He visited the new Fountain Blue and it was the tavern there. He was, it's the sports book. Um, now, obviously, Fountain Blue, it's one of those. It's just opened last month. It's already got a lot of um, eyes on it in terms of, you know, it took that long to build. There was all sorts of problems with it. It's eventually opened. People talking about, really, is there a need for it? Is it providing anything different that isn't already available on the Strip? Is it kind of just another resorts world, but in blue? Um, is it really um, satisfying a need that isn't being satisfied elsewhere kind of thing, you know? And so it's coming under a lot of scrutiny, I think. Um, Certainly, you know, in this first month, and there's been all sorts going on where they've been stealing the executives from other casinos and things like that. Um, 
But of course, this guy who is the director of SAR operations called Mike, um, Mike Herman, I think it is, or Herman, um, from Rio, visited the tavern and um, he tweeted Fountain Blue saying, I've waited an hour for food and when it's arrived, this is what it is. And it was a plate of um, $21, I think, nachos. And there was literally six nachos on a plate. There were six nachos, looked like covered in some kind of cheese, with three or four pots of condiments in the middle. Um, and for that was for $24. So, of course, this sparked a bit of outrage and everybody jumped on it. So next thing you know, all of the casinos, Nacho Daddy are all of a sudden tweeting like crazy. And they've never tweeted since late last year. And all of a sudden they're tweeting left, right and centre. Other people, pictures of their nachos. Um, four queens are putting, you know, pictures of their nachos out. All of these other places are promoting their nachos and, and kind of putting a dig in about their nachos. And um, quite unexpectedly, um, Fountain Blue basically originally just kind of went back and said, OK, well, we, we're going to look into it. And then next thing, they shared a picture on Twitter of um, I keep saying Twitter, but it's X now, obviously, um, with a brand new plate of uh, nachos and basically said that they'd had some growing pains with their nachos. But now they'd gone through an awkward phase and now they'd matured into a full stack of nachos. So obviously they've kind of bowed to um consumer demand well they haven't bowed to anything have they really they just got it incredibly wrong yeah I, mean, I, I don't understand how you get nachos wrong i mean it's not a particularly well you say know, that but i've had i've had bad nachos before see i haven't you know i think i think if you like nachos if you like cheese if you like jalapenos if you like a salsa if you like any of those things or all of those things, and it, it's it's the same, it should be the same dish everywhere you go. Na- oh, Nacho, Nacho Daddy's slightly different because they do more, you know, chicken ones and all this See, kind of I've stuff. I've had but... both burnt nachos before, and I'm not actually talking in Vegas. I've had them at home in a pub. Uh, I had I've had burnt nachos before where they came, and half the nachos were burnt on the outside. I couldn't even eat them. And I've also had like soggy nachos. Now I had uh, we went to Nacho Daddy you know, a few years back on one of our trips. And I had the, what did I have? Was it the fajita nachos or something like that I had? Mm. And they were soggy. They were, it, there was too much sauce on them to the point where when I was picking them up, they were like crumbling. They were, they were like soggy nachos. And but they just, this, they yeah, just mushed this, in my mouth. But this is more my, it's more supports my point really in terms of they're very difficult to go wrong with them. And the only way that you can go wrong with them is if you're trying to do too much with them. Yeah. If you try to reinvent them, then you know they they are going to go wrong. And so, if you try to turn it into like as they did, some kind of tapas kind of yeah. nonsense kind of food, then of course it, it's going to go wrong. And and the things that come with the nachos traditionally, they get used because they they don't make them as soggy and and all yeah. of this. You know, so I, I I just think that you know. It's difficult to have respect for anyone who gets nachos wrong. Well, I think the problem with this is as well, it's more about the bigger picture, isn't it? Like I say, Fountain Blue are already going through a few kind of PR issues and a bit of, you know, well, what do they offer and stuff? And then they come out with something like that. And it just, it kind of shows them as trying to, trying getting it wrong doesn't it? It shows Mm. them as trying to do something different, getting it drastically wrong, not um, knowing, not understanding their audience, um, 
just and it, it just leaves a bad taste pardon mm. the pun um with it being food but it just leaves a bit of a bad taste of oh you know is it is it teething problems do they just not know their market um you know and i don't know it's uh, i think it would um certainly apparently since they've changed them um the na- the sales within nachos at the tavern have spiraled <laughs> and what they've actually said is um that people are disappointed that they're not getting that original the original dish with just six nachos because i think they wanted like you know again instagram it or put it out there and say look what happened to me and be exactly. outraged yeah and, and they're exactly. not getting it they're now getting normal nachos and they're, they're complaining about that which is just bizarre i actually think that you know 99 percent of what's wrong with the world can be traced directly back to instagram i really do it's just a you know it seems to be a platform designed to you know either you know, fib to people in terms of try to make something look much better than it actually is, or just be outraged about something. It's I just don't <laughs> understand it at all. And I know well, I'm still... showing my age again, right? I get you it, are. but you know, it just somebody explain it to me because I can't understand it, and I never have. Tell you what, this does lead me on to though. This leads me on to one of my best jokes ever. And I know you <sighs> love my jokes, oh, but gosh. I don't have many jokes. I have to say, I actually only have three jokes that I ever tell, but they all seem to be cheese or dairy related. Well, cheese, well, cheese <laughs> is dairy, isn't it? <laughs> but yes, but I'm, I'm meaning that some are dairy, but not cheese. See, oh, now, I know, now I know you love my jokes, okay? I just, so, listen, I, I just want to apologise to people um, before you tell these I'm jokes. I'm not saying these are original jokes. I'm sure everybody's heard them a million times, but I, I still like them. Okay, so what do you call cheese that isn't yours? Mm-hmm. Nacho cheese. <laughs> I need, I need, I, I should have, pre- have prepared a sound for tumbleweed. <laughs> That's what I should have done. If, I, no, if, I, if I'd known that you were going to actually do this on the pod, I thought there's no way. There's, there's, there's no way just going to make herself look this. No, literally, what but, you should have done is prepared a drum roll. Dun, dun, After I said it, because you know, no. delivered the punch. You ready for my next cheese joke? Mm. What did the cheese say to itself in the mirror? Hello, me. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I really am sorry. I'm sorry. Right, and the next one is it's dairy related, but it's not cheese related. I I apologise, but you know this is the one. Okay. I feel. Um, Hang on, hang on. I feel like we've collectively apologised for your jokes three times before you've even told all three. (laughs) That's probably not a good sign for jokes telling in, in general. Which bees produce milk? boobies (laughs) boobies <laughs> are you done now right so if if you ever ask me to tell a joke i am afraid it's going to be one of those three because it's Lindsay, the only I, way I, I ever I, remember i don't think anybody's going to ask you to tell a joke ever again <laughs> but there must be jokes it's the only ones i ever remember hmm Anyway, there you go. She is, she is, she is, of course, using the the word joke in its loosest possible sense. Of course, you know, when am I ever going to get a chance to squeeze those jokes into the podcast? It had to be after Nacho Gate. It had to be. Moving on, okay. Swiftly, we spoke last week briefly um, when we were talking about the Take That residency at Voltaire yes. Lounge, 
Now, uh, as if, you know, by a clockwork, Christina Aguilera has now cancelled a lot of her shows there, claiming, right. that she, claiming that it's because she has flu, which is not well. She, she did cancel some before, saying that she had flu. Now some more have been cancelled without a reason. And, you know, the rumours are that maybe ticket sales haven't been mm. as good as the one. Now, we obviously spoke about this a lot last time mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, you, you maybe either have to have a lot of money to want to go to these shows or really like the person. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe, does, does this suggest that she maybe doesn't have the diehard kind of audience that others might for that kind of, like, venue? I mean, she's a big enough name, isn't she? You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, but I suppose she hasn't been around for a while. Mm. Um, And I don't know what her public persona is um, in the States now. I don't know if it's a... She's got a good public image or a bad... I'm not actually sure. I'm not up to date with that. Um, It might just be what we said earlier about it. Just, you know, you have... Like you say, you have to either have... You have so much money that you don't care about how much it costs or you have to be a proper diehard fan who saved up and, and spent that money... Maybe there just isn't enough demand for that. Yeah. I mean, in, in contrast, obviously the Killers have just announced their residency, which isn't one of these special, you know, intimate gigs. That's going to it's be just, a Caesars, isn't it? It's that's the a Coliseum. Caesars at the Coliseum, and that went on sale. I think it went on sale the pre-sale, uh, pre-sale on Thursday, and open sale on Friday and I know people who try to get tickets and it just they just went in seconds. I mean obviously they're homegrown talent anyway and Vegas going to be at the Coliseum. It's a very special venue for them, they've said. Um so I think that's going to be pretty incredible. But yeah, I mean I don't know about I don't know about the Voltaire Lounge and I don't know about Christina Aguilera, but it is suspicious when they've cancelled more. Absolutely. It is a little bit iffy, I think. Yeah. Um but anyway, um Moving on, moving on. You've kind of spoke about it a little bit um, in your natural gate thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to talk to you about themes. There's there's kind of a two-parter thing here because obviously Fountain Blue has just opened. Yep. Um, And, you know, it looks, from, from what we've seen, it looks lovely in there. It looks very nice. It looks eye-catching, all of that's very modern. Um, but, again, it, it's just more evidence of Las Vegas moving away from theme. Yeah. And I, I personally find that very disappointing. I want to bring back the themes. I don't really know why they're not building the themes anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know whether they think it gets dated too quickly, or well, I don't understand how a theme can date because you know, I mean, if you look at if you look at say Luxor, right, that's that theme is from ancient times. You know, it's it's not like it can. It's not like within the last. I mean, when did it open? Nineteen ninety three was it an open? So it's not like in the in the last thirty years. You know, something ancient has suddenly went completely out of kind of like a fashion. You know what I mean? So what is it about themes that Las Vegas is distancing itself from? I know, but I think um, I think architecture has trends, just like anything does. Do you know what I mean? And um, I think, well, the, the themed hotels are seen as a bit cheesy, aren't they? 
Now, obviously, there's ones that do that do it classy. So you're talking about, I mean, really, you're only talking about the Venetian with that. The Venetian, I would say, is very classy. Um, it's, you know, it's it's upmarket. But, you know, Venice is seen in that way. Venice is very much seen in a kind of, you know, um, you know, quite elitist and quite, you know, sophisticated and, and whatever else. It's got that kind of aura about it. And the Venetian is a themed, very classy hotel. But you wouldn't you wouldn't say that. I mean, even though how much we love New York, New York, we do massively. But I think your Luxor, your Excalibur, um, certainly are seen as they're just seen as a bit cheesy. They're a bit quiche. They're a bit, you know, and, and it's a little bit like I suppose you know, like I mean, Disney. Look at look at the comparison with Disney World, right, or, or um, Disneyland. Now, they started doing hotels where it was like, you know, you're on a ranch and, you know, there's all these kind of very themed hotels. And now they go much more in terms of, you know, there's more sophisticated. They're still different themed hotels, but they've got like, you know, they're sophisticated around Hawaii or they're, you know, they're sophisticated around kind of like places in the world rather than being like a sports themed thing and a and a, um, ranch kind of themed thing. and. And I, I just think it's a general opinion that people have that they're a little bit cheesy and a little bit kind of tacky. Well, I, I, I do understand that argument, but here's mine, right? I mean, I think that Las Vegas is or should exist outside of those trends. Because, I mean, looking, I mean, if, if you think back to when you hadn't been to Las Vegas... Right, but you wanted to go. Now, were were you thinking about, you know, oh, I want to go and stay in this, you know, amazingly modern new Swiss hotel there? You know, I've heard of it. Or were you thinking those theme hotels look cool? You know, oh, they, absolutely. They look so, so they look so unique and different. Maybe they're the things which caught your eye in the first place about Vegas. All of these 100%. different themed hotels and, you know, that you don't get anywhere else. When we, I mean, the first time we ever came to Vegas, we stayed at the Aria. And I remember, although I was, you know, I was excited about the Aria. When she first said it, I found it completely underwhelming. I mean, I saw pictures of it. It looked beautiful. It looked, you know, spectacular, the whole glass and the, the size of it and the, the kind of architecture around it and everything. It looked spectacular. But, you know, in my head, I had gondola rides and roller coasters and, you know, and I had that in my head when I thought about Vegas. That's where I wanted to stay. And when we ended up booking Aria, I was a little bit like, oh, there was a little bit of disappointment in it. Um, so I completely get what you're saying. I just, I don't know, is it not just a trend and then in a few years' time they'll go back to the themes or do you think the theme's gone altogether? Well, I, I I mean, I don't really understand how it can be a trend because, you know, the building hotels are, are going to last. You can't just say, you know, build like a resort world one day, you know, and then five years later say, well, now it's on trend. Now we're going to, to redo it to be, you know, a like astronaut theme. You know, it's, it's you know, you've got to build it with around the theme. You don't just have to put a theme in a hotel. So I, I don't think it's a trend. I just think that, you know, maybe maybe they feel that they're a little bit too good for the for, for the themes now. 
I mean, maybe they do think that it's quite a cheesy. Maybe they think it's a, 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 it's like a money thing in terms of the thing. Well, if we if we build a theme, we're going to have to build some kind of attraction with it. You know, yeah. like like they they all used to. We don't want to have, we don't want to take on that cost. Um, you know, and so maybe it's it's a little bit to do with that. But for me, you know, Vegas is losing something. I mean, if you look at the more modern hotels, you know, Aria, um, Cosmo, um, Resorts World, and now a Fountain Blue. Even the, Win and Encore as well. Even yeah, exactly. Even like Encore and like Win will th- throw those in. Um, I think, I mean, Cosmo has got more, I would actually say Cosmo maybe is a, a loose theme, I would say. It's got more of a, a boutique theme, I would say. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you could pick those hotels up and plonk them in any other city in the world, any other place in the world, and they would just be hotels. Yeah. And yet Luxor and, you know, Paris and Venetian and Caesars and, you know, New York and New York, these hotels, they exist. They can only exist in Vegas. They can only contribute to Vegas. You know what I mean? So I oh, just. Absolutely, yeah. So I mean, I think that's my kind of issue with that. I mean. Is it more about, right? Is it not used to be, uh, there used to be that the focus, right, for hotels in Vegas used to be the tourism market, right? And the masses and, you know, appealing to kind of capturing you know all of the the kind of the 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 traffic the kind of you know traffic of people coming in and appealing to them and now the focus is more on the whales and bringing in your corporates and your people with big money and and in order to do that they feel like they have to be seen as the most sophisticated the most high-end the most prestige and maybe the whole you know how they always say isn't it in business that 80% 80% of your business comes from 20% of your punters and you know the other way around kind of thing so maybe there's more of a of a, a focus on concentrating on that 20% of their big spenders than there is focusing on 80% of the tourist trade possibly i mean i i mean admittedly i look at this purely from a tourist point of view you know whether it's all it's more about conventions and and that kind of like business in the Wales and I I just don't know but I think I, maybe they think you know there's because you know we talked about this last week in in some ways with resort fees about the people who are coming in and the people who are bringing uh, Vegas hotels are are different to any other hotels in the world because other hotels you're paying for a stay right you pay the first day you get charged your fee and you get paid and that's what you pay in Vegas. You, you, they want you to come to their hotel and bring value to them. Generally, anywhere else in the world, you, you go to a hotel and the hotel brings value to you. Vegas is the one place you go and they want you to. So they want people who bring value staying at their places. They want people who are going to spend in the casino, spend in the ridiculously expensive shops and, you know, spend spend $21 on six nachos and not care about it. Do you know what I mean? The, the people who just throw money left, right and centre, the people who need hosts, the people who want the limousines and the, you know, and, and all of that type of stuff. And I think, I think, and we would rather go high end, focus our attention on them and then it's almost less to do 
but we get the same amount of money than if we cater to the masses and we have to put loads of effort in and we get little bits from a lot of people. You know what I, I think I get, Vegas, right, listen, maybe I get, has Vegas got greedy, I suppose. Do you know what I mean? Is it is yeah, it got right, greedy? Listen, I get that, right? I get that, right? And and fair enough if that's why they're doing it. But there's got to be something more to. I mean, I feel like we're talking about the the resorts thing, the, the resorts free again. When you're taking quite a, a business kind of corporate view, whereas I'm given more a tourist view. You know, not at all, mate. I agree with you. I want no, 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 no. Just, 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 just let me finish, right? Just <laughs> let me finish, right? Don't shout over me. Um, I'm just saying that you know, there's got to be more to it than just money, right? I mean, if you look at the themed hotels. These places are icons. Yeah. They're icons of the strip. They are what built the reputation of the kind of place. They're they're part of the kind of the, the, the very uh, fabric and very soul of it. Now, if you look at Resorts World, um, which we've obviously been to, but only really once when it opens. If you look at a Fountain Blue, which I'm sure that we will go to it, when we're, we're like there next, but there's every chance it'll be the only time that that we ever do. Now, what reason would you have to go to those two hotels right now? What what reason? What would you think about in terms of, well, I could go here or I could go there. Let's go there. Um, I always, well, for me, I always go with... Um, how comfortable I feel in a place, you know. That's how I. That's what I go for. But I, I know I don't feel comfortable at Win Encore Resorts World. I don't feel comfortable in them places. They're not my type of places. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so for me, I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. Like, say we're not in, when we're, we're not against each other here. I would like more themed hotels. I'm, I, I suppose I'm just trying to wonder why they're doing it you know I'm, I'm trying to put a reason behind because to me right if the themed hotels we, we've mentioned before about you know vegas isn't daft you know vegas will do what where the money is they'll go where the money is and if the money was in the themed hotels then surely that's what they would be putting the money into mm. and uh, you know i suppose I, I suppose they know what they're doing kind of thing you know what i mean and and why aren't they is it that the you know, Excalibur, for example, is it that that's seen as a more of a childish kind of, you know, bit like I say, a bit, bit kind of quiche, a bit, a bit childish. I mean, look at Treasure Island. I mean, Treasure Island's died a death. Do you know what I mean? It had the theme, it had the big boat show outside, the big pirate show, or whatever else, and it's just died a death. It's just sat there now. It doesn't really know what it is. It's nothing. It's 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 a half themed, half low budget kind of just building that's just sat at the end of the strip and it doesn't have a personality anymore it's got nothing going for it i mean i'm sorry to anybody who loves treasure island but (laughs) i just you know when i said i don't feel comfortable in the win and encore blah 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 i also don't feel comfortable at circus circus and treasure island because they just feel I, I don't know. Well, circus, circus, I'm freaked out with. By the way, it just feels. Ugh. But anyway, I, but I like the fact that it's there. I mean, when I was a kid, I really wanted to go to it, you know. And I, I still like the fact that I don't get rid of it. It's just not somewhere that I particularly would feel comfortable staying. I don't think. Uh, but Treasure Island's just it's. I think with the theme, right? You have to have a theme that you know will last. You know, yeah, it has to. I mean, look at the Aladdin one. You know, was it Aladdin? And then that got changed into Planet Hollywood. 
Which is because, another theme, by the way. Yeah, but but Planet Hollywood is, I mean, Hollywood's, you know, forever, isn't it? You know, I mean, mm. Hollywood's been, you know, forever. It's not like, whereas Aladdin is very kind of, I don't know, it's 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 childlike, it's pantomime, it's, it's so I think the, the, the other difficulty with coming up with themed hotels is what theme can you pick that would, that would test, like, last, Last time, the test of time. You see, I I think that the what the actual theme is isn't important. I think any theme done well is will work. Any theme, you know. I mean, it's it's so so that for me isn't really. It's not really the issue of what the theme is. I mean, it's interesting that you talk about circus circus there because you know this comes back to my theory about why they maybe de-themed everything and now they don't build theme hotels anymore and that's because they don't i don't think vegas customarily now is all that interested in attracting families yeah. to vegas because obviously what they're thinking is you know if a, a family of four comes and you know we are like parents and, and like everything now a, a family of four comes and the bulk of your money then goes on your kids yeah and you know that's just the way that that it is so and you know i think once upon a time they were maybe looking to a, 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 attract families and the you know, tourist that's, had, that's what i'm saying yeah the and, and that's why they had this kind of you know this kind of themed places with the themed shows which were very pantomime in a way and and, and, and you know the kids of like you know like the kind of like merlin show and the um a pirate ship show and you know all of these other great things outside you know and which were kind of free to like see now circus circus for me that is the 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 place which has stayed most faithful to its theme you know i think it's 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 every bit you know it is what it says it is you know i mean maybe yeah if maybe if you call somewhere circus circus you you, you can't really change a, a theme you know it's kind of that or <laughs> no. like nothing but it's also the 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 hotel which has which still tries to attract families. It's got the kind of well, it's the, got the big adventure. Dome, it's got the kind it? of theme park in the in the like yeah. back, and it's got the kind of circus shows in the day. It's got the little the arcadey place and the the like a carnival place, and the slots area just kind of fits into all of that. Um, so I mean, maybe it's maybe it's about the whole family thing maybe just places and Vegas. I think it's certainly about the who they're attracting in which is what I was saying earlier about attracting more they want people coming in with who are going to bring value more you know whereas the family necessarily doesn't bring the value you know I mean yeah they'll eat in the restaurants but that's about it mm. um but yeah I mean I think we've been asked this before but in terms of if you were gonna then do a themed say you had the whole area of you know Tropicana or something like that, and you had a nice big plot, and you said, right, I'm going to build a themed hotel, what would it be? Ah, if there's anything you can build, you know, I mean, pick a city in the world, we've already got Venice, Paris, New York, there's a hell of a lot more cities you could do, you know, you could do London, Tokyo, you know, there are, there are so many iconic cities around, and that's just the start, you know, you could do a science fiction one, you know, you could do, you know, you could maybe go back to kind of the Aladdin type theme, you know, the kind of the old Monte Carlo type theme, you know, it's, there are so many, 
that you could do? I don't know. I think because if if Monte Carlo and Aladdin had been such a success, they would still be there now. Well, and yeah, I, that's what possibly. I'm saying. I think, but, and I think but, something like a. I think the problem is right that they think as well that if they theme it, then you are appealing to a niche. If they theme it too much, then you are appealing to a niche crowd, like a like a science fiction one. To me, you're appealing to a niche audience. Yeah, I, but I think that the key term that you say was too much. You know, what is too much of a theme? Yeah. You know, if you look at, say, um, Mandalay Bay, right? Now, I consider that to be a theme hotel. And yet, it doesn't feel like one, no. necessarily. You know, it feels quite high-end still. Um, but it's certainly got a theme to it. I don't feel like it's a themed hotel, by the way. Well, it is. It's the Polynesian theme. It's you know, I know, it's... but that to me, Polynesian is just a, a way of saying it's more like a... Well, it's more tropical, you know. It's, yeah. That's why it's got it's, the kind it's, of beach. But it's it's but... generally, it's a general tropical rather than a specific themed, but, I think. But it's a theme still. And this is, you know, that is a, a, a place which isn't themed too much. Like if you take away those elements of... A, like Mandalay Bay, it becomes another resorts world feel, or a, you know, or a kind of uh, a fountain blue one. It just feels like a gold one, you know. It's just yeah. and then and then you just talk about the same places in completely different colours. But, yeah. so, but so if you take away those things, so you know you can theme it without having to go completely over the kind of top. I feel like there's, I guess what I'm saying is it just feels like there's a middle ground here, a very big middle ground between, you know, completely themed to within a kind of inch of its life and a complete absence of theme. Yeah, no, I do. If if they build another hotel and it's another win on call resorts world fountain blue, it's just, I mean, it's just ridiculous because the, the, it just ends up being where, you can't distinguish one from another. I mean, I already just think of Resorts World and Fountain Blue as one's red and one's blue. Like, I already just, in my head, I'm not necessarily saying I call it that, but in my head, that's just the distinct between them two. You know what I mean? That, And I, I don't know. I, to me, the, there's definitely a, a, another alternative. Like I say, I, you want hotels that, that, you, that you get something different from, you get something extra from, that you, you, know, you get a good feel from. And if they're just building replicas in different colours <laughs> along the strip, then, I mean, ultimately, the, the, I suppose the, the people that they are attracting in, the whales, the people with big money, are just going to go where whoever the, whatever deal they get from the host is the best deal kind of thing, you know? And, and that's really all they're competing with, which is why I think Fountain Blue start stealing executives from other hotels rather than, you know, building a workforce themselves. They yeah, wanted people it's... with them contacts already so that they could get that right clientele in immediately. You know, yeah. and but again, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I think that one of the best things about Vegas is, is the fact that it feels like it's for everybody, you know, that there's, there is something for everybody and it's, it's, and, and whether you've got, you know, five pound and, your pocket or five hundred thousand pounds that there's something there for you there's you know you feel very kind of welcome there and and stuff and 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 you know the places like resorts worlds and you know obviously fan of fan blue we haven't actually been there yet but i would even include aria in this you know i, I, I sit around those kind of places and i don't i don't feel i'm anywhere special i don't feel i'm, any, I'm anywhere unique 
you know, I, 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 I could be anywhere. I really yeah. could. No, no, I get it and, completely. And, you know, I just think it's it's a real shame. Um, and and I, I can't see it actually changing anytime soon either. Yeah. I think no, they've kind of here. set the kind of, like, stall out. And, and for me, that just makes the themed hotels, which are already there, um, all the more precious and valuable. But well, we've always said we're we're much more South Strip people than North Strip people, aren't mm. we? Yeah. We've always but, said that. Well, have it's just uh, you know, there's, there's some nice themes in the kind of middle strip too, and um, you know, there are actually some nice themes in the in the in, in, like in the north, I guess. But it's just not. I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same. I think when it's uh, when it's like I say when you can you're in a hotel that could be anywhere in the world. It yeah. just. That's not what you want in Vegas, I think. Anyway, maybe well, people I don't agree. agree. No, no, I, I agree. No, no, I mean, I mean, people like people, oh, are yeah. listeners. You know, I, I, I don't know. Um, anyway, that was that was the question on themes part one. Mm-hmm. Question on themes part two. Now here's where I completely contradict myself. Right. 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 That's not like you, Michael. I know. I know it's not. There are <laughs> too many themed slot machines in Las Vegas. <laughs> Come on! You can't say that and then no, the no, other... There are, I mean, how many Egyptian-themed slot machines are there? For, for yeah, example... But do you mean, do you mean, like, are you picking a theme and saying there's too many of that theme, or are you meaning there's too many different themes? No, no, there's too many of of certain themes. Like, like I say, the, certain themes, the, right? the Egyptian one, for example... There are so many of those. It does so seem many like of they those. pick. It does seem like they pick a, a theme, and then every single games provider thinks I've got to do a version hmm. of that theme as well, and and then I've got to do a second version, and then four versions of that theme, and it's like a bit like. So there does seem to be. I know what you mean. There, there, there's kind of certain themes where there's just so many different games. Yeah, I mean, there are too many games which are based around leprechauns, right? There are too many <laughs> games that are built around dragons. There are too many games that are built around ancient Egypt. You know, there are just too many of them. Too many of them. Genies. That, we're starting to see genies pop up everywhere now. You know, it's like, where's that come from? It's just, it, it's very... Do you not like variety? Yeah, or are you what, saying that there almost isn't enough variety because exactly they all jump saying. on the same well, themes? I guess what I'm saying is that there's not as much originality as there used to be. You know, yeah. there's just not enough. Uh, it's, I mean, the Egypt thing, I mean, there's, well, there's Sahara Gold, there's Mistress of Egypt, there's Scarab, there's Mo Mummy. You know, there's... Like everything seems to be Egypt, 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 and you know that's 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 nice in one way because it gives me a lot of opportunities to reel off Egypt facts that nobody's asked about. But it's <laughs> you know, but then you know you you kind of look at like say the kind of rise of the kind of genie games which are now seemingly are coming up, and you know, I tell you what, there's a lot of leprechauns. There's loads of fish games. Oh, the fish games. Oh, there's. there's Fish Far games. too many fish games. <laughs> <Everywhere>. <laughs> I mean, listen, there are too many piggy banks in Las Vegas. There are too many things. Well, you've got the, the Huff and Puff, Huff, Huff and More Puff, and now we're getting Huff and even more Puff. 
There's the Locket Link piggy banks. There's the Rake and Bacon piggy banks. There's the 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 rich little piggies. You know, there, there are too many piggies in Las Vegas yeah. slots now. And this is kind of what I mean. You know, it's 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 very. It's, I, I I think slot machine providers have stopped trying. So let's. So what what would you like to see slot machines on? I'd like, You're going to say like, science fiction again, aren't you? I'm, no, no. <laughs> there, there are actually some good science fiction games. You know, like you know, there's well, not a, a science fiction, but like the the Lightning Link Moon Race. Um, but there are some good uh, science fiction games, like you know, Moolar and stuff. So, you know, I'd, but, I mean, but there aren't too many of them. But like, think so. Think so. Right, you love history, right? I so do. think of other periods of history, right? So you've already said the Egyptians is there's too many. Mm. So think if if you were gonna. I suppose what I'm thinking of is, but you know, like school subjects, <laughs> like or categories in a quiz game, right? That like you would pick, like geography, history, science, you know, like that type of thing. Or you know, so what would what would you theme if you could theme a slot machine? What would you theme it on? You know, like if it say history, if it's not the Egyptians, pick a like you, they're not gonna. I'm sorry, but they're not gonna make like a slot machine on like World War One. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't remember <laughs> asking them to, you know. Um, but but I tell they're you something. They're not gonna though. make slot machines on like. Yeah, but they, but 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 they have made one on the worst murder in like human history, Khan. Do you know what I mean? It's like. I know, but, I know, but we like, was, but we well, like Khan. He, he gives us money. <laughs> he literally slaughtered millions. You'd, you'd like, you might as well make a bloody Stalin themed um, <laughs> a slot machine. We, we never talk about that. But you know, I, know I, must admit, I always feel bad when I'm like, I love Genghis Khan. I mean, like, <laughs> that's just wrong. It's just inherently wrong. One of the one of the greatest slaughterers of mankind in history. Do you think they should like, like make like a Jack the Ripper? <laughs> <laughs> Like all these, all these proper baddies. Like, well, listen, he he, he obviously didn't kill enough people for his own slot, <laughs> a slot machine. But, uh, but I mean, you're right. I mean, nobody wants kind of like you know a World War Two kind yeah. of a slot machine. It's like you know, you, you don't want to have like symbols of people slaughtered on Normandy beaches and all of this. You know, that's just, Not like they're in the all. trenches and you know, and maybe the bonuses when they come out and play a football match together and then the you know, two scores <laughs> goals or something and then they go back down. Or, yeah. Like a Blackadder themed kind of a but yeah, I suppose what I'm saying is that the reason that they pick these things is because they've got like iconic symbolism, haven't they? And it's symbolism that you know that that is recognisable. It's it's what it's what people know. It's what people kind of and they're instantly like, oh yeah, that that's a theme. Like, what other things do you think are missing from the from the range of slot machines that you would pick? I mean, maybe maybe this should be more based on countries. You know, maybe like you say Tokyo or you know whatever. Maybe there should be like a Hawaii themed or a Tokyo themed or you well, know, there are, there are I was actually going to say there's actually the Hawaii themes. There are too many tiki men in Vegas slot machines too now. Oh, there's tiki's loads everywhere. Of tiki's. You tiki's, know, tiki's, I mean, yeah. so, so I get what you mean about there's only so many things that you can do. But are they symbols of luck? Is that what it is? Are they, you know like cats are symbols of luck and the Egyptian? Is it more like the Irish, the leprechaun? Is it just that they're more symbols of luck? Well, the may, maybe that's the perception, but I mean, leprechauns shouldn't. Nobody should be happy to see a leprechaun. You know, <laughs> why not? 
Well, if you look at Irish folk, you know they aren't particularly nice people. They're just you know, oh, I associated thought leprechauns brought. I thought leprechauns brought you gold, did they not? Well, no, it's a little bit like the elves thing. You know, what I mean, uh, you know, everybody thinks, oh, elves are nice. They've got like little fairy wings, and you know, they're very helpful, and you know, a tinker belly, and and all of that. Whereas, if you ask someone who knows about Welsh history, elves are basically devils. They're basically evil. They're curse people. They're they're kind of steel babies, and all of this. So, I mean, it, mm. it depends. Yeah, there's a lot of kind of crossover. Well, there's a lot of you know, there's the kind of the kind of law, the ancient law, has been manipulated a lot with these things for kind right. of modern for modern for like pop culture and yeah, yeah. whatever. But, so I mean, it's but uh, I quite like. I mean, this is. I mean, you know, we can talk about chicken games. I mean, we played two different chicken games when we were there last time. Yeah. Now. You know, we've 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 played the Lucky Otter, we've played the Hamster Libra. You know, so there is machines that have got like random little animals. I mean, I, I can't remember seeing a is there a rabbit one or a there's a horse one, hurricane horse. There's the little mouse game. Well, listen, um, Hamster Libra, I think, is something that you've you've just mentioned. Now, I think that's fantastic because it's completely original. They yeah, haven't picked really. a theme. I mean, they've I mean, there's like there's there's wrestling in there. Yeah, you know, but you know, hamsters don't wrestle, to the best of my knowledge. So they've been very kind of original, the created individual characters hamsters about eat it. each other, don't they? Oh, I don't know. I'm not. I a think hamster hamsters expert. eat each other. Yeah. I wasn't even that sure if they don't wrestle. To be honest, I was just trying to sound more, <laughs> more authoritative than actually am on like hamsters. But the point is that they created something with a bit of a, a fun theme about it. You know, I mean. Yeah, it's there is so much that you can do. Why there's just do the same thing? I mean, we thing? talked about this last week, but there's definitely too many buffalo machines. Because even if they're even if they aren't the buffalo, there's still like other ones that are like bison. Uh, you know, there's 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 something. You know, like I don't. I I suppose what I'm saying is like, what would you like to see more of? You know, like. I think I, I think creativity. I think it's very easy to just. Pick a theme and then right. I'm going to go Egypt, right? Pyramids, Sphinx, Cleopatra. You know what I mean? It's it's very easy. It's yeah. very, it's you know it's and then then they all start to be the same. You know it's um, but you know, I wanted to just see a bit of individuality. I, I suppose you know. Maybe, I mean, I sp- maybe this Sorry. is just me reaching a point <clears throat> in my life where I've played too many slots, and you know, so I'm actually looking for more individual thing you know a few years ago i'm sure that i wouldn't have been like this it has been you know just oh that's cool and that's cool and maybe i'm just getting picky and more uh, uh, miserable in my experience i don't know what about i mean even in terms of leaving the themes aside what about in terms of like the ways to win like you know we talk about you know we love a holding spin you know and um and you know everybody loves free spins and stuff. But do you think they're getting a bit lazy with bonus features? Do you know what I mean? I mean, there's a hold and spin. There's a wheel. There's mm. like you know free games. Is there? Is there? Should there be doing more? Is there other kind of bonus features that things can be triggered? Well, I and... think that I think mean, I think that people have tried to do that, um, like with the collect symbols and and all of this. Yeah. And, and you know, personally. When it's a fine line because I want to play something new, and then I get something completely new, and then I'm like, no, it's not quite a hold and spin, though, is it? You know, it's, yeah, it's you know, familiar. It, yeah, so it's yeah, I, I think that's a difficult one, you know, 
Um, but you know the the theme thing. The, I just I, I just get so sick of the same thing. I suppose over and over they do again. try things. I mean, look, everybody was talking about the new um, NFL game this time. Do you know what I mean? Everyone was talking about, oh, that's the new game, and there seems to be a new. You know, there's there's new games every time we go. You know, there's there's kind of new. Like you say, the firecrackers came up, and the the, the the there seems to be a new. They're trying different things, I think, but they're based on what else is popular. You know what mm. I mean? Because they know, you know, NFL so popular, people are going to play it. But I mean, l- let me say to you something like a Miss Key, right? Now we both mm-hmm. love that game, right? Yeah. Um, and there aren't really many Miss Kitty machines outside of the whole wonder wonder tall fortunes yeah and all of that you know it's it's trying to find an individual miss kitty gold game in vegas is pretty difficult and you know that that's not a theme that's not it's not anything it's just they've just created like a little cat um it's they've created a bit of a, a personality for it its own look its own sound its own feel and it's a great game it's an absolutely great game but there aren't many of those coming around, coming up now. It all seems quite lazy, I guess. You know, so I mean, just to go back to you asking me what I want, I want to see more, more like that. Really, I want, I, I, I want games with personality, not theme. I guess. Yeah. You know. But I suppose it's will it attract enough, attract enough people to play it. That's yeah, the end I'm, of the day. Listen, I'm not, I'm not fussed about that. I'm just fussed about whether it attracts me. To, to kind of play it. <laughs> I know, but you're not in charge of a casino. It's kind of important to them. Oh, Actually, we're still we're still on the trail of the mystery of the chicken fox. That's what we're we're uh, we're, we're still on the trail of that. You know what? We'll go there, and it'll be some some ancient Greece game, or it'll be some it'll be some other themed kind of clone of everything else that's there. You know, I'm sure that they'll have replaced it with that. Yeah. That's it's just very, my it, I, I get what you're saying. It's quite lazy, isn't it? It's quite mm. easy to think of a theme and then just say, right, well, that works elsewhere. We'll do our own version of it. Absolutely, yeah. But like, like I say, maybe I'm just having my own personal rant. Maybe every, everybody loves them, you know. I just I, I just don't know. So themes, bad in one sense, good in another sense. That's my kind of um, position on the whole theme thing. I think ultimately we're quite protective of Vegas. I think we, you know, we love Vegas. We, and you know, one of the reasons that we love Vegas so much is that it's so different to anywhere else in the world. Mm. And, um, I think the the thing about the hotels, um, not necessarily the slots, but the thing about the hotels is that we want it to maintain that status. We want it to be like nowhere else in the world. Yeah. And if it does end up just being a, you know, a, a strip full of, these kind of high-end glass, you know, kind of um, resorts which don't really have a unique theme or don't really have anything that differentiates them from the next, it's going to lose something. Mm. And I I think ultimately we're just quite protective of that, aren't we? Absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, do you want the answer to the Vega sound? Um, Play it again. Uh, Hang on, let me just... Yeah, just can you play it two more times without talking? No, we're at the don't speak Michael part of it, are we? Yes. Any thoughts? 
I get really annoyed with myself with this, you know. I'm definitely, next time we go, I'm just going to make a conscious effort to listen to the machines more than watch what's happening. I'm going to try and listen more to what's going on. I do know this. I know I know it, and I know I've played oh, it. This is a game that you've played hundreds of times. I know. Um, Want to hear it again? Yeah. One, one last time. Thoughts? Uh, nah, I can't get it. <laughs> I can't get it. It's annoying as though. Well, speaking of uh, of themed games, um, that was when you spin on Zeus. Oh, now I would never have put them two together. Mm, that's the Zeus spinny sound. It sounds far too... Sur- if you separate the game from the noise, it sounds far too serene to be mm. Zeus, doesn't it? But that. Yeah, no. I can picture it now, but no, I would never. You know, I could have been sat here for like three days, and I still would never have guessed that in a million years. <laughs> well, at least you know, at least I can feel better about this one because I gave you a game that you've played loads. I gave you three whole seconds of it, no matter what you say, and you know, Two I Mississippi's. Gave, I gave you three whole mi- Mississippi's of it, Two. and you know. You still got absolutely nowhere near it. I did. I got nowhere near. I'm disappointed in my performance there. To be I fair. am too. I'm disappointed yeah. in you with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you I'm, need to I'm go kidding. away and have a long, hard look at yourself. Um, <laughs> Thanks very much. And a re- just, 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 just maybe re- reassess some of your kind of, you know, choices. Choices, yes. Mm. As in being with you. No, no. I was thinking more the fact that you were out last night and you were drunk and you didn't come home till like three in the morning, and <laughs> and now you don't seem to be in command of things that you've done a hundred times before. Really? Just those, just those kinds of things off mm. the top of my head. Named and shamed on the podcast there for being a dirty stopout. A very dirty stopout, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a very day of karaokeing and you know all of this kind of stuff you know hey it's got to be done it's just got to be done sometimes you know, a pub crawl around you know uh, around where we live mm. uh, I think anyway that, I think it is I think that two pubs could count as a crawl doesn't it well, technically, we'd been mm. to the theatre first, hadn't we? So mm. there was a drink there and then the other two pubs. But anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, it's four weeks today that we go to Vegas. Is it? Okay. Yes. Um, four so we, weeks by the way, we say that, but we, 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 whatever day we record, we release this on, and whatever day you listen to it on, we record it on a Sunday. Yeah. Just so that you know, just so, yeah, we, we say it's, you know, four weeks, well, it's five weeks. So Yeah, we have recorded this on a Sunday. We don't normally, so mm. just whenever we whenever we can we record it. Mm. So anyway, um if there is anything you would like us to answer, if there's any questions um that you'd like to put our way, then please send them over. Um and to be fair, I know there was quite a lot of questions that were sent over at the end of our last trip that we never got around answering. So um, I might take a few of them out anyway, just to see if anybody wants them answered. But in the meantime, if there is anything, then let us know. Or if you have any thoughts on what we talked about today, um, the themes, the hotels, um, the slots, if you've got any slots that you would like to see or some themed hotels you would like to see, um, or, you know, if you just want to talk about nachos or tell some cheese jokes, that's fine with me. Yeah, or, you know, if you just want to kind of, you know, express to Lindsay how how how, how poor you think she's been in the Vegas sound, um, you know, 
those kind of comments would be incredibly welcome. <laughs> That's incredibly true. Welcome. You, want, you want people to roast me. <laughs> No, You're no, literally just, asking for no, a roasting? But just, you know, just express their disappointments, I guess. Just, just as a pure motivational tool for you. Because, oh, you know, really? Let's face it, you're not getting any better. You know, it's you're not improving <laughs> at all. So you know, just I'm thinking about you in all of this. You know, I could, I want to see you improve. Michael, how yes. many times do we have to call bullshit on this podcast for you? I think that's the first time that we ever have. Hasn't it? Anyway, no, I think last week. <laughs> I don't, I don't recall that. Anyway, <laughs> listen, we'll see you uh, whenever we'll record a podcast next. I hope you've enjoyed it, and uh, we'll catch you next time. See you next time.